Até quando? <risos> ok, 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 ok. Dá lá, vocês. Há frisos. Ok. Ok. Hello. Right. Oh, we are starting now. Ah, we are starting, yeah. I don't think we froze once. I don't think we froze once. I bet let's, let's be honestly frozen. Please. Five seconds. Please. Please, let's do it. Now we're good. Okay. Hello and welcome to another episode of Tales and Vibes with your favorite uncle Henry, who has become Jim Bro Henry. I'm not Jim. So, yeah, I'm Uncle Henry. His, his name changed. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess yeah. Uncle Henry, who could also be Jim Bro Henry. We'll see. But yeah, we're back again, and this today we're talking about <laughs> culture and religion. Religion and culture. Well, sure. One of the two. We're talking about <laughs> both of them. In what sequence? We're not sure. We'll start when we start. We'll figure it out. But yes, we're yep. talking about both things. But yeah, and, and Henry. Before we go ahead, we'll do a quick sequence of would you add us and maybe two or three. First one here. Would you rather be married to a ten? With a bad attitude or bad personality, or a six with an amazing personality. Six with an amazing personality. Really, bro? Yeah, no? really, bro. Like, what do you mean by a ten with an amazing personality? If your if your personality is shit, you're not a ten. <laughs> like, I I don't believe you. The reason why I ask this is I don't believe you. Why don't you believe me? I I honestly do not believe that answer. That's why I'm this So my question though is like, okay, how would defining 10? If your personality is shit, you're not a 10. They're they telling 10 physic, like, physical attributes. Like, this person is a wow. It's nah, a chef, nah, nah, nah. Like, this person is all in all, full package. This person is worth it. How dare you? Or Rihanna, or Ijizaba, or, or Rihanna mated and had sex and, and had a kid. And that kid is that person. How dare you? Yes. So that's the question that I'm asking you about. Would you rather a 10 with a bad personality, that person having a bad personality, or a 6 regular regular boys like us with, a, with an amazing personality? What's your answer? What's your answer? What's your answer? <laughs> My answer? 6 is kind of low. No? How 6 low now? Ah. Six is low. I would 7... Let's go. Seven. Seven. I'll take seven with a good personality. Six. Six is a little bit low. Six is just average. Like, just cross average. Oh. Forget all the work thing that. Oh, um, forget um, what, what is it? Don't, don't care about the looks. Looks don't matter. Forget yeah, now. Looks, looks, looks do matter. matter. So seven. I will take a seven with a good personality. Six is too low, in my opinion. Point blank. I don't know. I, I'm tempted to still say six with a good personality, mostly because, like, I feel like it's one of those things where it's like, you might be with a 10, and if your personality is shit, you end up, like, have you ever been in situations where it's like, you, I'm thinking, I'm saying this from experience, where you think someone so is, been, like, the most been, beautiful. No, 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 no. No, I had a crush <laughs> on someone that I thought was a 10, I had a huge crush on someone I thought was a 10, like a comp, like, you know, 
crush, like, you know, they're walking on the streets and, you know, I, I'm, not, not I'm, Sidara. <laughs> no, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. Quickly, this problem, is not the topic of today, but let's go ahead. Problem, the problem is that I laugh at your jokes. That's actually the problem is. But no, I had, a, I had a huge crush on the 10. And I said to talk to the person and it was just like, like for months, I would like watch this person and just like stare at them because I thought they were like super beautiful. And then I started talking to them and I was just like, uh, you're a fucking idiots. Like, you know, it was just like all of the joy in watching this person walk by campus was just gone. Ah, okay, fair enough. So you'll go with the six, I'll go, no, with, go the with the six. I'll go with the seven. But six might be, uh, six, six is touchy area for me. But let's take the seven. <laughs> Would you rather be covered in four or covered in skills? Fur. Definitely fur. Skills do that disgusting. That one's easy. That one's actually dead, That's dead easy. easy. Yeah. Skills skills are just completely... No shade on the actual guy that's called skills as a Nigerian musician, but skills are just completely <laughs> nasty. It is a Nigerian musician called skills. I'm on the, I'm on the road today, Sha. I'm on the road. <laughs> <laughs> um and then the last and final one this one will be quick at least for me would you rather be 10 minutes late or always be 20 minutes early 20 minutes early yeah that one is easy for me because I'm, I'm always 20 minutes early either way except for this podcast except for this podcast but everywhere else in my life I'm always late you can check check the statistics anyways Oh, that's really, that's been it for uh mini Uju Radas. So we can now go into was it the topic culture of and religion or religion and culture? Either way, you wanna view it. Culture and religion, religion and culture. Yeah. So here we are today. We're talking about religion and culture. The idea for this, I'm talking too fast. Anyways, Simaga, the idea for this topic. Um, I think a couple things played to get in this topic is one. Um, we saw a video, a clip of a woman who basically said her son was it her son or someone told her that culture is basically peer pressure from your ancestors. Sit down, think about it. It's not an outlandish claim. It's actually quite factual, right? So the woman says, "Oh." Um, culture is basically peer pressure from your from your ancestors, which is basically saying we are doing a lot of things in the name of culture just because our ancestors taught them to be right. And then on the other flip side of it, we're thinking, oh, religion. What is religion? Oh, no, no, no. What is religion? We all know what religion is, but we're kind of thinking how religion changes in different geographical location. So it would be exactly the same religion, but you notice that the way they, the way this religion is practiced in let's use the two countries that we are most familiar with. In Nigeria versus the way this, this exact religion is practiced in Canada are kind of different or there, there are a few things that are not allowed um in one 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 side of it or the other side of it. So, anyways, so that's the idea of this of this topic. Um, again, I'll let Amy uh, tell us um, her, her, her own, um, what do you call it, disclaimers. Hmm. 
of course, disclaimer. you know, go ahead. you know that I, it has I, to be I know, a disclaimer. I know, I know you bring it up, so just go ahead. I love that. You know, recently I was saying, I was telling, I was telling my sister that you, you, you always roll your eyes every time. I'm like, oh, we have to do a disclaimer. But I'm glad that you actually remembered. No, this one, I'll let you take it because some people... Is it... Are you letting yeah, me take a disclaimer because this one time you're you're feeling a bit uh, about this topic? Uh, I think I am. But anyways, just take it, take it, take it, take it, let's go. <laughs> anyways, okay. So our standard disclaimer, we just also want to say that everything that I say today is said out of good intention and all based off of our experiences and our knowledge. We recognize that our knowledge is not... Like, you know, it's, based, it's strictly based off of where we have been and what we've heard. And it's not all that it is that is out there. Um, so we hope that when our listeners, all five of you, listen to this podcast, um, you recognize that we mean good intention. And even though good intent is not what it's received as, you give us the opportunity to learn more from your experiences. Yeah, well, clap for her. <laughs> so now as we finally get into the into the episode as it is so anyways so my, my idea of it is um and, I, and i'm going to use ex- especially christianity well because that's the religion i'm most familiar with i just find like oh there are like certain scenarios like in nigeria for example okay say churches in nigeria you would barely i think there are some of them now a certain scenario even one of my pastor was saying this the other day that there 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 are ways he would dress up here to the altar that he would not dress up in Nigeria to the altar. Like mm. he might obviously change his entire wardrobe just because he's preaching in Nigeria or something like that. Well, again, you might see like pastors here who are just like they they might have a tattoo, they might not. I'm just saying they would have a tattoo. But in Nigeria, it's almost impossible. Well. It happens. Abom- it's, abomination. It's almost impossible for you to see a, a pastor with a tattoo. Is is does that make it a sin in one country? Well, it's one God, but does that make it a sin in one country to have a tattoo and not a sin in another country not to have a tattoo? When you're still you're still in the same religious sphere, just in different country, just in different cultures, you're experiencing religion in different in different cultures. What do you have to say about that? I don't... I don't... Hmm. Okay, hold up. Let me... Let me get on my thoughts here. I don't... Okay, so I don't like the concept of thinking of it as sin versus not sin. So what do you think about it as? You think that's culture versus not culture? I... If, okay, so I, I, I've told about this topic quite a bit. So I should also say that we have had this topic to spoken about for a very long time and you know we've had conversations about it just not being recorded on multiple occasions um but i think for me it's like the reason i'm hesitant to, con- to continue about scene is the fact well it's the idea because really i can't really say it, it's a fact it's the idea that like scene is sin yes like we grew up being told there's no small sin and there's no little sin. Like, sin is sin. Like, you know, if you sin, mm-hmm. you're sinning. And that's it. Like, it's just plain and simple like that. And, you know, there's also the whole idea of, like, there's also the idea of, like, what is in the Bible and what is not in the Bible. 
I can't yeah. actively say that I know that tattoos are written in the Bible as sinful. You, you know, I've actually, you know, I've actually asked that question before to a priest. Okay, when we were disclaimer, when we were secondary school, this conversation actually came up. Of and then we went to our priest because I went to a Catholic boarding school. We went to our priest mm-hmm. at the time to ask. It starts to actually sin because at that time it was this. There was this. I don't know if you went to a boarding school in Nigeria, you, you, you realized that there was a fad at one point where people would get you know cashew nuts, right? And they basically mm-hmm. take the juice out of cashew nuts. I think you have one of those tattoos. Yep. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, I don't. You do. I don't. I think no. Is that no, you? Is that you or somebody it's, I know has it? Is yeah. I know, I know some people did it when we were in school, but I actually didn't. And I think the reason I didn't do it was because, like, it didn't come out nice. <laughs> yes, it, 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 never, it never came out nice, and it was painful. It so, did like, not come so, out so, nice. So, so there was this, there were a bunch of people, like, they would just, like, take the seat, like, just join their body and stuff. So we went to the priest, and we asked the priest, um, is having a tattoo a sin at the time? If I remember correctly, because it's been a while ago, I remember correctly, he basically... And I don't don't quote me on it. I don't know the exact version, but I know it's in the Old Testament for sure. Mm-hmm. And, and it basically references the place in the Old Testament where, well, you know, well, drawing on your body was considered a sin. But his caveat to it was in that same f- chapter or that same phrase. They also reference cutting your hair, and like there's sort of things. There are a lot of things that we do now that are referenced in that. Um, particular chapter that if you if you're taking tattoos out, then you might as well not like cut your hair or like do anything to your hair. So that was his kind of reference to it. So he didn't really say, "Oh, it's not is is a sin or anything," but he's basically saying if you if you do, if you're doing tattoo and thinking that having a tattoo is a sin, then you might as well not cut your hair. I think was his was his response to to us at that time at that point in time. So to be fair, I've kind of asked it, but. I feel it also. I feel like if you go to a different priest or a different pastor or whatever in Nigeria, they'll flat out tell you, "Yes, it's 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 a sin. You shouldn't have it tattoo. You shouldn't do this." But See, I if... think. Yeah, go Sorry, ahead. Go ahead. No, but <laughs> what, what I say, what I'm saying is, I'm, I think nine out of ten priests or pastors in Nigeria will tell you it's a sin. Yeah. And what I think one in ten pastors. In Canada, would tell you this That's okay. I, that's it. Okay, I can only speak on the the Nigerian pastors because, yeah, Canada has been an interesting journey. In yeah, that's a different thing. Uh, <laughs> I doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay, so and yeah, and that is the reason why, like, I'm a bit hesitant in terms of like the idea of whether or not it's a sin. And I think I know the I know the reference of like the Bible reference that you're talking about, like in Leviticus, where like, ah, you, know, so, so you read it. You read it before you went ahead to do this great deed. You you, you went deed? to the you went to the Bible. You opened it, you flipped it, and then you're like, ah, okay, I'm making a decision. I'm going to do this. <laughs> like, 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 okay. First of all, if I'm following Leviticus, then I should not be wearing trousers because apparently, as a woman, I should not be wearing trousers. So you know. I did read that part of the Bible and I still wear trousers 80% of the time. So, you know, at the end of the day, yeah. we're all going to have bungalows in hell at this point. But, <laughs> like, I'm not with you, Like, 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 like I'm not with you. But, 
But yeah, that re- that in itself is part of the hesitance of like thinking of it as a sin versus not a sin in one space. I think it's also very interesting, and this is a bit more like this is just me going into like a little tangent. I think it's a lot interesting where it's like in so many ways you also cannot blame culture for the the fake stats that we just came up with where we say nine in ten Nigerian men of God, leaders in the church, who say that it's a sin. In the same light, it's like, if you think about culture, and yeah. you think post, post, you know, the British ships coming into our land, mm-hmm. tattoos were not particularly wrong. People made scars on their body. People drew on their bodies. Post There's multiple... Post or pre? Pre, pre. Yeah, okay. sorry. Sorry. <laughs> People drew all those things on their body. So in theory, if we hold on to the idea that culture is just your ancestors giving you rules from the grave, Mm -hmm. then what is the disconnect as to why we can hold on to certain things that our ancestors are telling us to do, but then we choose, um, we pick and choose which ones we want. We pick and choose which ones we're going to say, okay, you know, this is a sin. It's like there's a weird disconnect. There's a point in time where it's no, like okay, okay. I, I think I think we have to we have to, okay maybe we have to stop using the word. I think hmm, stop using the word <laughs> because no, listen, it's like I feel like there's a difference between is this morally right or wrong versus is this mm-hmm. a sin or not a sin. Exactly. Right? Is ah okay. So maybe that, maybe maybe that's the frame of mind. Instead of using the word sin, sin and sin, I don't like I don't like hearing the word sin. It doesn't yeah, matter. Same, so yeah. Like, oh yeah. So okay, let's forget. <laughs> let's forget. Let's start out. So is it morally right or wrong? Right. So we can then agree that culture has a lot to play with. Uh, it has a lot to do with what we decide as being morally right or wrong. Mm-hmm. To a very large extent. Yep. Okay. Except now that we are being woke and we can see things clearly because we are woken mm. up from our sleep. So we can now see that. I see. I don't. Anyways. Okay. Sorry. Just a side note on that. And I mean, that could lead to a different tangent. But just a side note the idea of being woke is not a new thing. And the reason I say this is if you have a conversation with your mom, your grandma, maybe not your grandma, because I think after a certain age, people just give up and they just don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But if you have a conversation with like your mom or your dad or whatever situation is, a lot of the things that they hold on to, a lot of the belief systems that they hold on to right now, they question at some point in their lives. Yeah. That's definitely have- questions everything at some point in their life, yes. And a lot of times what they're holding on to right now, they did not get answers to those questions back then. Okay. So your point is? Questioning things, realizing that holding on to certain belief systems, trend, like at some point, I think, I mean, I hope not, but I think at some point, okay, at every point in time, there's like a wide range of things that are happening, of course. Mm-hmm. Where for us, for example, you know, you're born into a certain religion, you're born into Christianity, mm-hmm. and you know, you go to church every day because that's what your parents do. You go mm-hmm. older, and you know, you start to go ch- go to church every weekend because 
you know, it's a bit more convenient and such. You start mm-hmm. to question certain things and then you go into this phase where you rebel. Yeah. Because you're questioning things. Technically, it's rebel because, you know, for the people who raised you, you're going against what they believe in. It's not mm-hmm. really rebellion, but it's just questioning what they believe in. Okay. You ask those questions and the answer you get is usually because someone said so. Yeah, that's how it is. Yeah, okay. Because the pastor said so, because the Bible says so, whatever situation is. And a lot of times, if my, my experience... Because the Bible said so is not really a good answer to anything because a lot of times it's not the Bible that said it. It's the pastor on the pulpit that said it. That mm-hmm. was his interpretation of a, ver- a verse he oh, read. Of, yeah. Right. And then you get to a point. I don't think we're at that point. But then just from speaking to like older people, it almost seems like you get to a point. Life gets harder. Mm-hmm. You want to hold on to something that's bigger than you. So you go back to what it was that you started off with. Forget really about good. the fact that your answers were not your answers were not given to your questions. Mm-hmm. You just hold on to it. So mm-hmm. the idea of being woke exists in that space where you are asking the questions and, so the, and exploring those and questions. exploring yes, those right. questions. Yeah. But so, okay, go ahead, finish up. No, I was just saying, but it's like, does it actually ever like do people actually get answers to those questions or? Are you in positions where people just completely deviate from those questions? And, you know, when life gets harder, you have completely deviated. Or when life, ha- life gets harder, you decide, okay, I'm just going to go back to what felt safe. I'm going, to, I'm going to bring it back to... I'm going to bring it back to what you said and just tie it a little bit together before we kind of wrap this up. It's For me, with religion, I feel like... Well... The fact that we're having this conversation as in culture and religion and seeing the differences, how it plays out in, in different cultures or different parts of the world where some things might be a norm. So you go, walk into a church in Canada, you see people... Like in Nigeria too, I think they still... So in most churches, you still tie your hair, I think, mm-hmm. for, for, for ladies. Um, for guys, you can wear hats, I think. When you walk into a, you walk into a, a church in Canada, people guys are on hoodies, girls their hairs are out. They don't like. I don't. I don't think I've ever been to a church in Canada where a lady has to tie her hair. But anyways, that's that's another conversation. But well, it's actually, it's this conversation. <laughs> but my point, my, my point is, my point is the fact that all these things kind of deviate really just tells me it's the interpretation of the people in that area or that sect mm-hmm. of what is in the Bible or what mm-hmm. is in whatever religious book. In, for in this scenario, we're not just using Christianity, because I know this happens in a lot of different religions where things are just different in certain areas, in certain yeah. cultures, right? To me, it's, it's, it's the interpretation of whatever religion we are talking about in this sense, Right? So, in my opinion, this is not a conversation that we should be looking at as a broad scale. So, in my opinion, the way religion should be handled is religion is personal. If you, you read the Bible and you see, okay, this passage is, do not, do not put markings on your skin or whatever. And you personally believe that that is, is, is morally wrong or is sin or however you look at it then do it for yourself, not because really the pastor on the pulpit or whoever is there 
is telling you not to do it. I don't know if that makes sense. I feel like everyone, whatever religion they are going into, has to fully understand that religion to make their own personal decision. The 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 reason for for going to church for me is actually just being around people, like-minded people to a very large extent, and just re-anchoring yourself every day or every time you go to church, right? It's the Bible is there for you to understand yourself, or the, the book, the Quran, whatever. It's there for you to understand for yourself. The interpretation for the, from the pastor. Ah, this is tricky. I might contradict myself. <laughs> the interpretation for the pastor should help you either reevaluate your thoughts or strengthen your own thoughts. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? So if I read read the Bible and I interpret it as okay, tattoos I sin. That's my interpretation. As at the time I read the Bible. If I go to the church and the pastor gives a sermon and says it is or it's not, that his interpretation should help me either go back to revisit my thoughts or strengthen my belief to say, okay, this kind of aligns with what I'm thinking about. This kind of works for me. This makes sense with his interpretation. Right? It's not a matter of following it just because everybody's mm-hmm. doing it or just because everybody says it's right or just because everybody says it's wrong, in my opinion, right? So I think that's why in so many cases there are a lot of divisions or a lot of changes or cultural shocks when people come come from Nigeria and, like, and they go into a church and it's just completely different to what they mm-hmm. are used to seeing. I know that there are a lot of churches in Nigeria now, like Israel and Abuja and like Lagos that that's that actually like are modified to to meet modified to almost look like churches here. I know that I've been I've been to some of those churches, but the average church in most of these areas are very different from what they are here. So that's that's my point. And that's the way I see it. I don't think it's a is a clash between religion I don't think it should be a clash between religion and culture if you fully take the time to understand whatever religion it is for yourself or if you're an atheist just whatever it is can one then can one then argue that essentially okay because you know i love this this is part of who i am well two things Mm. well I'll, i'll ask both of them at the same time so you can answer at the same time so the first is do you then think that there should absolutely be a distinction between religion and spirituality where it's like in terms of religion, like I know the Bible talks about like coming together in unison and lifting up holy hands with the people that you're with and such. Mm-hmm. And that requires some form of it requires some form of like contentment in a sense where like contentment is not the right word, but it requires some form of like gathering where it's like if five of you come together and you have a conversation around something that is considered a sin. For the purpose of this podcast, and I'm not sure why you're so bent on tattoos, but let's say tattoos. <laughs> and four of you, and four of you say, four of you say tattoos are sin. Four of you say tattoos are a sin, and you're the one person of the five that says it's not a sin. You know what that means? That ends up being in a situation where four of them will either try to convince you that it's a sin, mm-hmm. or four of them will view you as someone who is accepting immorality. Mm-hmm. You're no longer as religious as they are. You're no longer as spiritual as they are in that sense. That's the thing about religion. Religion needs 
religion requires the gathering of people. And gathering of people also requires similar thought processes, especially on things that are considered big. Spirituality can now be on your own where it's like you chase your spirituality, Johnny, where it's like if you're reading the Bible and this is your expression. So do you then think that there should be some form of distinction between spirituality and religion? I might be wrong on both descriptions, but second question I have for you then is your description here where you say, read your Bible, read your religious book, read your Quran, and understand the interpretation for yourself, right? In doing that, human nature, it's because we're we're who we are. We'll focus on things that benefit us. So essentially, doing that leads us to do things where we're picking and choosing what works best for us in terms of religion. Do you consider that? Ah, ah, he wants to trap me. They want to trap me. (laughs) Ah, this is a a trap. This is a trap. This is a trap. This is a trap. (laughs) Oof, well, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, when I said this was that I never said I was a pastor, so people should, people should, people should spare me. But the first question was what again, religion and spirituality, if you can be. To be honest, most of my life, I have viewed them as separate. Well, and I'm going to be honest with myself. Most of my life, I even viewed, I even looked at it as I believed in God, but not the church. Most of my life. Maybe up until a lot recently. I've, I actually split it through. I kind of didn't really, be, didn't really believe in the institution of church in the sense that I always thought about it in a cultural that that most churches are actually more cultural than would I say religious or cultural than spiritual anyway we're looking at it right now just because That's most 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 churches in every geographical location are they meet the need of that cultural group or they they they, yeah, tend, to, that makes sense. they, yeah. they tend to market to that cultural group if that makes any sense. So yeah. I all my life I kind of believed in God, but was still not sure about the church, if that makes sense. Right? So that's where you come in and, and, and look at it and say, okay, is there a difference between religion and spirituality? This is now bringing it, is now exposing that in a broader landscape. So asking this question 10 years ago, I would have told you flat out yes, because it's, exa- it's almost the same thing as what I just described, right? Because religion, church as a whole, spirituality is you and your God, right? So I would have, I would have flat out said yes. Right now, I am not sure if you can have one without the other. Uh, so I'll leave that question on the cliffhanger because I can't, <laughs> ah, I can't tell you if you can have one against the other. The other. Um, but it's a good question. <laughs> it's, a good question. it's a good question. If I was Tinubu now, I'll be delegating it to you. So but it's a good question. The next question was what's the second question? Second question is in choosing spirituality and doing the interpretation based on yourself. Just you for yourself. You pick and choose. But 
I think that's where a lot of people would now. I think doing that is a disservice to yourself. Is a disservice to your spiritual journey. If that makes any sense. Right? That's just human nature, though. It, it is human. I agree, it's human nature, but it's just a disservice to yourself. As a disservice to your spiritual journey, it's a disservice to to your God. If you choose to go to the path, if you're exploring, if you're exploring, maybe, but if you're going to your spiritual journey and you're doing that, then just a disservice. It's a flat out disservice to yourself. If you're doing it, try as much as possible to. And, and I think that's where the church comes from. Like, I feel like the, you would now need that church to anchor it or to either strengthen your beliefs or anchor your beliefs to an extent. For a lot of people, the church is not a safe space. I don't know what church you are going, no. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like, for a lot of people, the church is not a safe space. Well, not go? like... Which church, which church you go? Let me call the pastor. Let me try call the pastor. <laughs> but, that, but that's not the point. I, no, I, 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 understand, I, understand, I understand your point, and that's why like a lot of people... A lot of people well, do, not, do not go to church. Or do not go to, do not really invest on, in spirituality. But I and, and I'm also bringing it back to what you said initially when you said as you go older, um you you tend to want to now go back to you tend to want to find that greater essence of life or that greater power that is there. And I think it's it's totally fair. Well, I think I've experienced it personally too. But anyways, um, I think it's totally fair to want to experience that because as you go older, a lot of things do not make sense as you're adults, as we have seen throughout season one. So, <laughs> <laughs> as we have seen throughout season one, a lot of things do not make sense as you're adults. So, using religion as kind of an anchor is not far-fetched. And if you notice it, a lot of, like, hmm, ah, <laughs> No, no, let me say this one thing before I go. A lot of countries that, if you notice, a lot of countries that are struggling, a lot of third world countries, religion is very prolific in those countries. The, yep. reason, why, the reason why this is, is, is the case is because nothing makes sense in those countries. See, that's a, that's a completely <laughs> different conversation. I'm just going to say right now. Nothing, see, nothing makes sense in those countries. So for people to live and be sane, they need to at least anchor themselves to something that is greater than the physical. And that's where religion actually pushes them to do. But anyways, to do or to reverse themselves, I'm not saying that's what religion is for. People have different interpretations. No, of you're different, not wrong. Different... You're not wrong. It was, I think it was Karl Marx. Yeah. Uh, great. Well, not really great, but Karl Marx made a statement of he said religion is the opioid of the masses. Yeah. So, so tiny and culture, I feel like religion and culture are they're kind of intertwined, if I'm being honest. In as much as it's, it's your spirituality is personal, you, you decide it. I feel like the, the cultural influences have, they not I think we let a lot of cultural influences and a lot of cultural nuances feed into our religious life or religion. Mm-hmm. I think that's where the problem comes in. Because we woke up this morning and 
to be I, I cannot use that example in this podcast just because we woke up in the morning <laughs> and this thing is trendy. In five years, I promise you that thing is getting into the church, one way or the other. No yeah, matter five it. years, that's a little too far. A lot of a lot of churches are going to accept it. A lot of churches are going to say, "Okay, it, it's it's oh, let me even bring it back." Oh, this is a perfect example. What we're I know, ending, I know, okay. I know, I know we're ending. But let me let me look at let me bring this one just this one before I go. So I saw a post the other day, and it's really a post about this guy saying that they want to make God gender neutral. The Church of England. The Church of England is trying to make God gender neutral. I found it very funny even before I, I finished watching the video. But the video struck me when suddenly the person, I think, I don't know who was interviewing him. I think it was Piers Morgan. Piers Morgan, yeah. I think yeah, it was Piers Morgan. Morgan. So Piers Morgan was interviewing the guy and he's like, if you make God gender neutral, to be honest, I think everybody in their heart of hearts kind of believe that God is gender neutral. I don't think anybody really pictures God as that picture we see in our houses. I don't think anybody pictures God or Jesus as that. But what Piers Morgan asked was, if you do that, what are you doing to... There are a lot of things that are going to change. So what about our father? Like the prayer, what does that change into? Our mother who had in heaven, our mm-hmm. gender neutral God who had in heaven. Gender neutral parents. Our gender neutral parents who had in heaven. So <laughs> a lot of... New answers that you have to consider, and the guy obviously, obviously, did not have answers to it. His his defense is God is gender neutral. I think we all, to an extent, agree that God is gender neutral. But now bringing it and saying, "Oh, it's now a thing that oh, finalized. Oh, God is gender neutral. You now have to change the 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 our father or things like that. Specific things in the Bible or whatever in the culture has to change. So that also brings me to now saying. The influence of culture continues and continues to feed into religion, and that's why religion and culture, no matter how we want to look at them as separate things, they continue to intertwine on a daily basis or yearly basis. Okay, go, I'm go, just, go. <laughs> we're gonna end this here. We're gonna end it. I'm gonna end it with a question. Um, well, two questions actually. The first question is in reference to the Church of. Um, the Church of England, and we had this conversation, so you know that I'm just being a troublemaker. But in theory, considering the fact that nuances, like there's so many things that need to be considered in making that change, isn't and that the whole point? And I bet you that that change will never fit into Nigeria. I promise you. Okay, wait. <laughs> I mean, definitely not African countries. I was watching, like, I watched. I found this like this clip of like African presidents talking about like LGBTQ, and the first one is I think Uganda, and it was just like. That's no problem we have in Africa. I'll find a video and I'll send it to you. But it's like it's just a compilation of like multiple like African presidents making comments about it. And it's I just promise like, you they have no problem. Really with that. people like what yeah. is your like you know? But anyways, but the question I had was like that like isn't that what change is about? Where it's like if you're trying to accommodate people's comfort if you're trying to accommodate so, like make it so that like the church is a bit safer for people to be in isn't that one way 
to adapt to that change. You don't have to answer any of these questions. Ah, ah, ah you're not sure the questions. We're almost done. Second question I have. Second so question we're, I we're have. leaving it to people to, we're it to, people to answer. We're leaving it to people to answer. Answer the question. Answer. Okay, call second, us. Call us. Do whatever you want. But answer. I'm intrigued. I'm actually intrigued. I actually want to have this conversation again. But I'm intrigued. Keep going. The, the second question I have is about culture and religion. We can acknowledge the fact that culture and religion should not be intertwined. Like, they shouldn't be interchangeable in a sense. But is it possible to actually separate them, given that we have made the statement, you said, churches adapt to the people in the area? But should they? That's the question. (laughs) Should they? Should they? they, Should they? Yeah, should they adapt to it? Like, in a sense, it's like... or Or should the people adapt to the church? I should should the people adapt to the church? Like, should we adapt to the preachings in the in the holy book that we're following, or should we be trying to change for the people that exist in? In right. a sense, both things are required. But then you're put in a position where it's like, I grew up in Nigeria and tattoos are uh, are sin, and you grew up in Canada and tattoos are like, yeah, it's okay. You know, if you're representing something important, then you go. Are we both going to hell, or are you going to heaven and I'm going to hell because it's the same for my people? Yeah, I'm going to Canadian hell, and I'm going to. <laughs> Nigerian okay. <laughs> We're way over today, of course. But yeah, thank you very much for listening to us, Harry. Thank you very much. Until next time, stay safe. Follow us on Instagram at Tales and Vibes. So that's T-A-L-E-S-N-V-I-B-E-S. Till next time, stay safe and goodbye.